Welcome to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland, best-selling author and life coach. Join me each week to learn more about the strategies, tools, and mindset needed to arise from the overwhelm and create a joyful life you love. To learn how you can work with me further or to get your free copy of my book, The Water Walker, check out juliannekirkland.com. Also, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode because the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland. Thank you so much for listening week after week and messaging me over on Instagram and telling me how God is speaking to you through this podcast. I love how he is working in me, and I love hearing about how he is working in you as well. This week is a sensitive topic for me, but I didn't want to be fully healed before I brought it to you. I do want to put an advisory in right here that this episode may not be appropriate for the younger kiddos. So I will give you a long pause so that you can switch to your headphones if you're listening to the in the car and they're in there with you. Three, two, one. Okay. <laughs> okay. So typically when I'm helping my clients create their main offer and how to integrate their story into their marketing and sales process, I tell them not to bleed all over their audience. So often our stories are from a place of pain. I compare it to an open wound. And if you're trying to help another out of that same pain, but you have yet to heal that pain for yourself, you just end up bleeding all over them. Your audience now sees you through compassionate eyes instead of credibility eyes. Today, however, although I am still physically healing, in fact, I get my drains removed later today, I began the emotional, mental, and spiritual healing process years ago. So unless I split open a stitch while recording, I'll not be bleeding on anybody. <laughs> Last week, I had explant surgery, which is the removal of my breast implants. Six months after I finished nursing my second child for over a year, I felt so self-conscious whenever I saw my chest. I had always had bigger breasts, but after nursing two kids, they looked more like oranges hanging in socks from my chest. Now, I want to be clear right here. I love my body and all that it was able to do for me and is still doing for me. But I had an unhealthy self-image. After a friend of mine got breast implants, I loved how she looked. And I thought, oh, wow, I would love just to have someone put back what was sucked out. But can I just get it refilled? <laughs> So eventually I ended up getting them done and they looked great. I felt more confident. I felt more confident naked. I felt more confident as I, you know, passed by the bathroom mirror into the shower. And I felt more confident around my husband and I felt more confident in a swimsuit. I felt more confident in filling out my clothes. Yay me. I made a great decision. And then a few years later, I began having inflammation issues in my body. I can't go into much detail about this particular point in the journey because I wasn't fully aware of what was going on. I knew I just felt off. 
it wasn't until after having and nursing the quads that my symptoms got worse. I also noticed my right breast was becoming very hard and painful, and it appeared to be rising up on my chest. Each year that passed, the hardness got worse, as did the pain. I can no longer wear a regular bra. I lived in sports bras. Like, no joke, I slept in them because the pain was so bad if I didn't have one on. The inflammation in my body continued to get worse. I was foggy and fatigued. I had unexplained joint pain and I developed Raynaud's phenomenon. I had developed breast implant illness and a grade four capsular contracture. I needed to get them out. Funny enough, kind of like funny enough, but not funny at all. It's not funny, but it is a little. (laughs) It cost thousands of dollars more to get them out than it did to have them put in. And this is a surgery that is not covered by insurance. Therefore, my health got put on the back burner for several more years, all the way up until last week. So what in the world does this explant journey have to do with you and helping you to reach your next level of faith? I believe we witness to the degree we witness which means the more I desire to be a witness for God, the more I have to witness God. He is alive and active and involved in everything you do. Question is, do you see him? Are you witnessing God in your life? Or are you witnessing God in other people's lives and wondering, why not me? We witness to the degree we witness. And as my coaching business grew, as my book became a bestseller, and as I started this podcast, God continued showing me that statement to be true. We witness to the degree we witness. I can't desire to help more people get to know Jesus if I'm not consistently getting to know Jesus. I can't share his perfect love if deep down I don't accept his perfect love for myself. I knew I wanted to faithfully live out my purpose, which is to advance the kingdom, be a woman of faith, and add value to others. And all of that requires a deep love of Jesus and of others. But I realized that I could not truly love another from a sense of false self. Getting my implant seemed to physically fix my problem for a time being. But then they began to inflame my body. My body physically walled off the implants. My body recognized a foreign invader that was causing me harm, and it sent an army of cells to wall it off. I needed healing, but my healing was so much deeper than having explant surgery. It was more a physical manifestation of what was happening deep down inside. My self-image was sick. And the poor self-image is one of the enemy's greatest weapons that he uses to keep us from living in the glory, which is bestowed to us when we accept Christ. I think for many, we grow up thinking that in order to love God, 
in order to represent him well, we have to humble ourselves to the deepest level possible. But at some point, we lose what humility is all about. We are to be a reflection of God's glory. In the spirit of humility, if you're turning down every compliment and say, oh, no, not me. Oh, no, that's not me. Oh, no, 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 thank you. No, no. You're not being humble, my friend. You're denying Jesus his reward. God created you. And when you accepted Christ, the Holy Spirit began a journey within you, taking you from glory to glory, where more of your fleshly desire shed off to reveal more of Christ's reflection through you. My self-image only became healed when God revealed to me that my self-image is meant to be a reflection of Christ. I got to experience that John 16, 13 breakthrough, which says, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. And then I think we can all chime in with this. The truth shall set you free. I'm learning that the stronger the link is between how I see myself and how God sees me, the stronger my self-image becomes. And the stronger my self-image is, the better I show up in all areas of my life. I do want to be clear right here. Just because you like or feel confident looking a certain way does not mean you're in need of great spiritual healing. I was. This is what happened to me. I was at that time. And I still continue to grow and develop that self-image muscle. And I call it a muscle because it too needs to be worked every day to continue to grow and perform how it is designed to. I am currently living at the most confident level of my self-image than I ever have before. I show up on social media without having to look a certain way. I'm not afraid to share the hard parts of my journey. I speak to my audience. I speak to audiences, global audiences from all over the world. And I do it from my most authentic place. I still like to look nice. I like when I get my hair done. I like the way some clothes make me look and feel. I enjoy getting my nails done. I like how I look on camera when I have my fake eyelashes on. These things I do now no longer are a way of trying to hide or to make me appear more than how I'm actually feeling. Now, doing these things allow me to shine a bit differently. They enhance the glory that God bestowed upon me. Much like all the pain I've experienced in my life, I can choose to be the victim and the whole woe is me, or I can choose to be the victor and say, whoa, is me. It's not prideful to do the latter. I can stand tall and shine bright because I'm reflecting God's image when I do. I truly believe the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. I also believe that in order to reach that next level, to experience and witness God's favor at that next level, you have to first open your eyes and see all that he is doing for you at this current level. Allow him to access and heal those old wounds. You know, the ones that you've been carrying for so long that they 
They just feel like they're a part of who you are now. I would encourage you to consider check in with that wound. And if how that wound makes you feel is not a reflection of Christ's glory, it's time to have a conversation with the Holy Spirit. And I recommend you journal that conversation out. Don't filter yourself. Let the words flow. Don't question what you're hearing. Write it all out. Pray for wisdom and revelation before you start. And trust that God will speak to you in this moment. That time between you and the Holy Spirit is protected. Allow that wisdom and revelation to come to you. Allow God to speak to you. Write it down. There's going to be, you know, your natural reaction to something. If, if God says, oh, I love you so much, or you are so loved. And you haven't been feeling that way. Your natural reaction might be like, okay, well, I'm not going to write that. That's not true. Don't filter yourself. Write it all down. Everything that comes to you, write it all down. You will begin to clearly see what is your brain versus what is the Holy Spirit inside of you saying. You are so worthy to live as the best version of yourself right now, today. Turn down the noise of this world and turn up the voice of the Lord. For it is his glory within you that is, that is at stake. Shine bright, my friend. That's all I have for you today. I would love to hear how God spoke to you through today's episode. Please shoot me a message over on Instagram at the Julian Kirkland and share with me. Also, if you are ever in need of a guide to help you work through any area in your business, your life, your faith, or you just need, you know, a one-on-one call, just one call, maybe two calls to get you through a particular topic, don't hesitate to reach out. I have one-on-one coaching for, you know, a longer period of time. And then I also do just one-on-one calls. I'm here for you. I'm here to help you. We are not meant to go through this alone. If you didn't catch last week's episode where I talked about Ananias, go back and listen to it. It is such a great episode. And I truly believe that we all have Pauls to launch. Be blessed, my friends. And remember... The best version of you begins on your next level of faith. Bye for now.